2: pod diva hello pod diva listener you are joining us today for another very special edition of dear diva so i'm here with the fabulous team diva my name is roxy i'm the editor of diva magazine and my pronouns are she her my name is nick i'm the staff writer and my pronouns are they then
3: my name is eleanor and i'm the editorial assistant and my pronouns are she her and i'm going to kick us off with the first question so Neve from Manchester asks, I identify as lesbian, but because I look more feminine, people tend to assume I am straight or bisexual. They ask me questions like, do you have a boyfriend? Please could I have some advice on how I can become more confident with correcting and responding to people in these situations?
2: So does anyone have any thoughts to kick us off? Well, my first thought is, Neve, I feel your pain because for as long as I can remember, Nobody's believed that I was a blooming lesbian, including my blooming girlfriends. Um, So it's very tricky. It still exists. There's still definitely like a preconceived notion of what a lesbian looks like, what a queer person looks like. And of course, as we know at Diva, there's no one way to be. There's no right way to look. You can be looking however you do. And that doesn't define or dictate what your sexuality is. Um, So Niamh says that people assume that they're straight or bisexual and just, like, ask if Neve has a boyfriend. I think, like, so you've said, how can I become more confident with correcting and responding to people in these situations? I'd say from my experience, Neve, first of all, decide whether or not you want to. Like, you don't always have to, because it, it, it does kind of take it out of you constantly having to intervene and reassert your own identity, potentially to new groups of people when you don't always know how they're going to react. Like, if you want to come out and correct them, absolutely do go for it and feel good about doing that. But also don't feel that you always have to. Like I often let people assume, you know, if they want to assume that about me and I either don't have the emotional capacity to deal with correcting them that day, or if I maybe don't feel 100% safe and secure, about correcting them in that situation, then, you know, I'll, I'll sort of let it slide. So the first thing I'd say is to be aware that you don't always have to correct them if you don't feel comfortable or safe or in the mood to do it that day. But if you do wanna correct them, then <laughs> I'm trying to think what I do when people assume. First of all, maybe try and not to take offense. It can feel a bit offensive if people are assuming what your identity is. But maybe it's good to try and just, you know, think, OK, so they've assumed this about me. That's fine. Oh, actually. Actually, no, I don't have a boyfriend. Actually, I'm, I'm a lesbian. You know, no big deal. You can say it like that. And sometimes if you act like it's no big deal, they might read that situation and again respond in kind, which is quite good. Sometimes you can be a bit jokey about it. You know, do you have a boyfriend? No, no, and if I did, I'm sure my girlfriend would be very very surprised. You know, you can you can have that kind of <laughs> you can have that kind of jokey yeah. appeal with it. And it's also something you get more used to doing the more that you do it. What would Ellie or Nick, what would you two say to Neve in this situation? First of all, I think it's really
3: interesting that people would jump to a conclusion that perhaps you're bisexual because I identify as bisexual and I have never had I've never had someone assume that I was bi before obviously I am bi but I've never had anyone make that conclusion I've always had presumptions that I'm straight or I'm a lesbian and I'm kind of fairly neutral presenting I don't I'm not particularly feminine and I'm not particularly masculine I'm kind of just I sit nicely in the middle so first of all I think that's really interesting it maybe says something about how our social attitudes are changing but I would say just if it feels like a big deal to you and you don't feel safe or comfortable doing that then don't feel that you have to correct people sometimes it's more bother than it's worth it's just a politeness thing you know i think that the person on the other other end will probably really appreciate you taking the time to correct them and saying actually i'm a lesbian probably they'll take that forward with them into their interactions with other people so i'm sure they'll really appreciate that but navigate the situation as you please don't feel like you have to correct people if it's bothering you and the time is appropriate to do so then absolutely do it not a big deal in this day and age and maybe as roxy says just introduce a little bit of humor to the whole thing and make people aware and make them know
4: i know it's not a confrontation to correct someone but as someone who is terrified of confrontation i kind of get worried that they'll perceive it that way so i'm not a lesbian but i'm like non-binary so i get yeah, people assume all sorts of stuff i yeah i've leaned a lot on humor but i've recently i've tried to casualize it is casualize a word i don't think so oh is it nice um, but yeah i just tried to normalize it be casual
2: and sometimes people might get defensive so that can be a bit exhausting if it's light people are usually fine you've said in your question neve like how can you become more confident. So just to remind you, Neve, that you're awesome. You're a fantastic person. It's brilliant to have you as a lesbian as part of our wonderful queer community. And if you need confidence, then you can always look to Diva, look to our social media, look to the Diva community, Look to the, you know, the programmes and the music and Hayley Kiyoko singing Girls Like Girls. If that makes you feel confident and good about being a lesbian, then, you know, make yourself a lesbian positive playlist. Fill your life with things that make you feel confident and good about it. Remind yourself that you can be a lesbian and look however you look. That's cool. There's all kinds of different ways to ways to do this thing and they're all beautiful and they're all valid so you know sometimes it's good to do a bit of affirming your identity and boosting your confidence so that you can deal with all these sorts of things but yeah just know that team diva thinks you're great so hopefully hopefully that's helpful for you we've got another question nick do you want to read the next one
4: yeah bex from newcastle upon tyne says i've never been in a relationship or had any partners I'm married. people won't believe or accept me if I come out as gay. Do you have any suggestions or advice, please?
3: Thank you. I have some thoughts on this, just to kick this off. I think the most important coming out you ever do is to yourself. To be honest, it doesn't even matter if you don't know what your own sexuality is. It took me years to figure it out. As long as you're clear on that you, yourself and you you're happy with the way that you sit in your identity, I don't see any issue, you know, you shouldn't have to justify yourself to other people. I think the most powerful thing that you can do once you've come out to yourself, if it's safe to do so, is to come out to other people and just kind of affirm that, put it out into the universe and let people know I'm gay and then that's over, isn't it? That's done and you've you've provided clarity. Worrying that people won't believe you or accept you. I've never had anyone not believe me when i've come out to them or you know just in general life coming out i've never had someone say i don't believe you i'm sure that wouldn't happen if it did then they don't matter anyway they're not relevant people in your life hopefully and you can hopefully replace them with someone that's a little bit kinder and in terms of acceptance unfortunately there isn't one way to really understand and know for sure that you will be accepted when you come out but I think you'll be surprised how accepting people will be when I came out to my mum I thought that she would be confused because I'd had boyfriends when I came out as bisexual to her and she was amazing has been so supportive and has never had any problematic belief on anything despite the fact that you know she's a bit older I would expect her to have these kind of views on bisexuality and she just doesn't. So some people really do surprise you. But yeah, I would say come out to yourself, come out to the people that it matters to you to come out. Just believe in yourself and know that you're still valid even if you aren't accepted by people and that you can have a chosen family as well. A lot of people do. And... We'll always be here for you at Team Devo.
2: I'd say to Bex, I think what you said was lovely, Ellie. I think I'd add to that, that Bex, you've said I've never been in a relationship or had partners. I'm worried people won't believe or accept me. There's no kind of checklist of requirements that makes you gay or bi or queer or lesbian. Like, there's not a certain thing that you have to tick off. I'm a lesbian and I have a girlfriend, but I'd still be one if I didn't have my lovely girlfriend, you know? She is isn't what makes me one I am one in myself and your identity is not defined by anyone but you so that is not dependent on that other people might have their own perceptions perhaps you know if you came out and said oh i'm I'm gay or I'm queer or I'm bi they'd say oh, okay so who have you been with and if you didn't have an answer for that perhaps they you know, may have whatever reaction they have, but however they react, just know in yourself that your identity is nothing to do with other people. It's all to do with you and it's all strong and beautiful and valid, whatever. Your relationship status does not define your identity and neither does your relationship history, you know, it's all okay. So don't feel, you know, that you need to prove it. There's nothing to prove. There's no checklist to tick off you are still valid, you know yourself better than anybody. So I'd have that to add to Bex as well. Nick, did you have any thoughts on this one?
4: Uh, Yeah, I agree with everything you both said. As someone who has had people who don't believe my identity, I will say that although that has happened, 99% of people are good people, I believe, and they are either affirming or supportive. As Ellie said, coming into yourself is the most important thing. By respecting and liking yourself, accepting all of the parts that make you you it'll make it coming out to other people easier
2: brilliant that's really really good and thanks so much for your question bex so the next dear diva queer query that we've got is allison from rutland and allison says how do i go about meeting other single lesbians of a similar age in my local area i'm 51 so what top tips can we give allison for meeting other single people in the community in in their area
3: i would say think outside the box. There are queer people everywhere. Um you'd be surprised, you know. And it's not just LGBTQI specific venues that attract queer people. You have to remember that. So, of course, I'm bisexual and I frequent many queer venues in London, whether that's a queer bookshop or, you know, a queer bar pub whatever it is but I also have a life and I have interests outside of my sexuality so I'm really into music I'm really into film so maybe have a think about the things that you like doing your hobbies whether that's a specific musician that you like and just go to go to events that make you happy you never know you might you might stumble across people women's sports rugby softball attracts a lot of lesbians Alison. Just think outside of the box and maybe try online support groups. I know that there are a lot of online support groups for older single lesbians. You know, maybe just try, try writing into places. You know, you never know. I read a story, a lovely story the other day about two lesbians who got married um about seven years ago and they've been together for 30 years and they met via a sort of magazine section calling out for hello i'm a single lesbian i want to make friends so you never know try writing into the local newspaper and you might find your people but yeah just think outside the box do what makes you happy find your hobbies find your people there are a lot of women's walking groups as well you're from rutland women who walk yeah walking women have a look online i'm sure you'll be surprised
2: Brilliant. And there's also walking women, dykes who hike, if you're into a bit of a... Yeah. A bit of walking. There's a lot of that. There's also, of course, dykes on bikes. Just anything that rhymes. Just find a hobby that rhymes with your identity and you're going to find your friendship circle. You're going to be fine. I think that's really good advice from um, from you, Ellie, there. I think you're right. Like, whatever it is that you're interested in, Alison, then find groups to do with that. And quite often... There is an LGBTQI-specific group if you're into something like walking or sports. We are an active people, a physically liking sports kind of community quite often. So you can join groups like that, which is brilliant. Or perhaps you're more of a bookworm and you want to try and find an LGBTQI book club, whether that's a physical one or whether that's something online. In terms of online communities, like definitely look at the Diva community group on Facebook definitely look on there to see if there's people in there who you connect with. Also, I feel like on meetup, like look on meetup and see what there might be that you might be into to meet some other folks as well. Nick, do you have any suggestions for Alison?
4: Mine were gonna be the meet up and the deeper community too. I see people often being like, I'm going out tonight, anyone who's in this area. So I think, yeah, there's some great ways to forge friendships there that start online, but then go physical kind of thing.
2: Definitely. So, yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing. If there's a TV show that you're particularly passionate about, then so often there's brilliant online fandom communities where you can connect with people. The supernatural drama, Motherland Fort Salem's got a huge fandom, but maybe your taste, if they're a bit more old school, maybe you love bad girls from back in the, in the 90s on ITV. And if so, there are bad girls fan groups out there as well. So whatever your particular favourite stuff on TV is, that's quite a good way, if there's, um, if there's LGBTQI characters in it, to find people that you've got that in common with and then chat to them. And then we've got a question that's a little bit related, so we'll do this one next. Ellie, do you want to read the next question?
3: Yes. Linda from California asks, I'm older and I discovered my attraction to females just before the pandemic and I have no idea how to start dating. Any advice? I would say, Linda, just put yourself out there. Try and explore local local venues. You're in California, Linda. You've got... West Hollywood, just on your doorstep. And that's that's the kingdom of the gays. So I would suggest go out there. There are so many queer people in California that I'm surprised that there are actually any straight people that live in California. Obviously, I'm talking about the cities here, so Los Angeles, San Francisco. Go out there, go to your nearest queer bar. I'm sure there are a million lesbian haunts out there. Try and get yourself along to a queer bar if you can. If you don't drink, have a look online. There are so many dating apps online now that are so inclusive of queer peoples. Her is a dating app for queer women um, and that's, that's super useful. Hinge is a good one. They're definitely getting more inclusive with regards to LGBTQI people and that app setting lets you ask questions and actually learn a bit more about someone before you meet up with them so just just try you know a bit of online dating roxy met her girlfriend on a what was it called roxy gaydargirls.com,
2: gaydargirls.com. yeah there you go so i seem to be the the unofficial spokeswoman for gaydargirls.com <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah and we, we've been together seven years you can definitely find love in the internet. Yeah, so gaydargirls.com is a is a classic. Yeah, like California, there must be there must be some fun kind of queer scene going on over there. And then the other thing is like in a few months' time we'll be smack banging pride season. So scout out where's your local pride? And not just the pride parade and the festival, like absolutely go to that stuff. That's a great, great place to meet other queer people, and also people are so in my experience super happy to make new friends and to get to know people there but often especially in a place like California as well as the pride parade I imagine there'll be a program of events I imagine that there'll be um, activities or shows or clubs or things going on in the daytime as well so if I was you I'd kind of get planning for pride season and see what's going to be happening for that one as well so you can meet people in different settings then. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Discovered my attraction to females just before the pandemic. And then, of course, you've had, to, had such an odd few years. And that is a tricky thing if you're, you know, you're super keen to, to explore that side of you and to meet, meet new people. But then, of course, we've all had to deal with the pandemic, which has put the brakes on that. Things are opening back up and there are still definitely online ways as well as in-person ways that you can meet people and just go for it, Linda. Like, that's the other advice. Just just go for it. You'll meet new people. You'll have experiences. You may fall in love. You may not. You may have some hilarious adventures. Certainly, you'll have new experiences. And if you want to fall in love, then I'm sure that's out there for you as well. Do you have anything that you'd add to, to Linda from California? Except, Linda, that we're very jealous. We all <laughs> wish we were in California in the sunshine. Yeah, no, it's add just our second to everything and so say go for it as well.
3: You're never too old and it's never too late, Linda.
2: That's what I would finish on. Definitely. Definitely go for it. Go and embrace life. Who wants to do the next question? Nick, do you want to read the next question?
4: So the next question is
2: from Jen from Oxford.
4: They say, I'd love some Team Diva recommendations. What films, TV, books and music are you all into at the moment? And, ah, oh, Okay. Starting with Screen, I'm going to say there's three shows that I need to talk to more people about. I'm very late, but I've only binged all three of them within like a week. <laughs> so the first one is A Wheel of Time. There was a sapphic plot point that no one told me about. Highly recommend. That's on Amazon Prime. If you like Game of Thrones and like high fantasy stuff, but I'm not going to compare it to Game of Thrones because it's also very different. So that's one. Second one is Yellow Jackets, which is on Now TV. Yellow Jackets is amazing. It's like ruled the flies, but with girls who are they get stranded on a plane crash while going to a tournament. It's also got queer characters, so that's great. And it's like a mystery, it flashes forward and backwards in time, so I don't wanna give anything away. Third one is The Sex Lives of College Girls, which I'm very annoyed that I didn't watch sooner. Again, no one told me there was, there were queer characters in it. Highly recommend. Books, pages, I won't make this too long, just go read the books, pages, because I put all my recommendations there. I'm just very excited by this question. <laughs> Ellie, you you have a lot of stuff you want to add
3: to this one do you don't you i do i'll kick off with music because that's my go-to i would recommend a band called lucia and the best boys lucia spelled l-u-c-i-a i discovered them actually when i went to see a band called wolf alice who are one of my favorite bands in the world and they were supporting they're from glasgow and they're headed by this amazing front woman she's got such a beautiful voice it's very deep, kind of falsetto-y Susie and the Banshees type vibes just absolutely beautiful, I had such envy um, and they're kind of quite goffy, quite punky really cool, really strong female energy there. Screen slash TV, I would recommend This is Going to Hurt by Adam K or it's the adaptation of Adam K's novel This is Going to Hurt starring Ben Whishaw who, fun fact went to my primary school <laughs> (laughs) in sunny Bedfordshire and he stars in This Is Going To Hurt which follows a gynecologist I believe he's a gynecologist rather than a rather than a midwife and it follows his adventures as a gynecologist it's very sad it's happy it'll make you cry it'll make you laugh it's amazing interestingly Ben Whishaw has an approach to his characters which I really like he doesn't feel comfortable playing straight characters basically because he identifies as gay so the original book, based on Adam Kaye's true experiences, this is a real story, he had a girlfriend and they they adapted the TV series so that Ben Walshaw was gay. So there are a lot of cute queer moments in there. Would really recommend Screen. I would say I'm really looking forward to Girl Picture. My stack of books that I've got next to me. I'd really recommend Detransition Baby by Tori Peters. And I would recommend Conversations on Love by Natasha Lunn. Please Miss by Grace Lavery which is a beautiful memoir written by trans women and rough by Rachel Thompson, which explores how violence has become normalized in sex. And yeah, those are my recommendations. What about you, Roxy?
2: This question makes me laugh because I feel like all of us, like we're all absolutely obviously obsessed with queer pop culture. So we're all like, oh, I've got some recommendations. I've got some stuff to share. <laughs> it's nice. We're all so um, enthusiastic about it. I love it. I love it loads of great recommendations there so what am I into at the moment well I've been like the rest of the world obsessed with I'm Just Like That the Sex and the City reboot starring Che Diaz well not really starring Che Diaz but according to the internet starring Che Diaz, because um, I think their character played by Sarah Ramirez has really, really got a lot of attention. And I'd say, and just like that, is fascinating to watch, whether you love it or you have all sorts of other opinions about it, as some people do, I think it's still really interesting, really interesting to watch. I personally really enjoyed it, but yeah the internet is divided so watch it and see how you feel if you haven't already if you haven't already checked that one out something else that I'm really excited about is the return of the marvellous Mrs Maisel and I feel like if you've seen this show it's really fabulous fabulous comedy set in the mid-century and it's kind of inspired by Joan Rivers and it's about this woman who splits up with her husband and becomes a stand-up comedian it's really fantastic And there's a character in it called Susie. I feel like very much part of our community. Perhaps it's never specified or not yet. We'll see how this season turns out. Susie has some serious LGBTQIA plus energy going on. And I feel like Susie's a bit of a, a queer icon. So I definitely am looking forward to watching that one. I feel like the problem with me and my music taste is it's all stuck about 70 years ago, so I don't, I don't feel like I have, I don't have quite so many up-to-date music recommendations. My music taste is maybe stuck a little bit in the past at the moment, because I just love re-listening to my old favourites. Oh, I know what else I've recently re-watched and really would recommend that does have a lot of queerness in that you may have missed when it was actually out. There's a TV show called Harlots, And it's really, really good, really female driven. And it's basically about some sex workers back in the old days. But it's really fascinating. It's got a really fantastic cast and it's very funny and irreverent and powerful. And it's got really gorgeous, brightly coloured costumes. And it's got some really fantastic queer storylines in it, including Liv Tyler, being a bit queer which I was very much here for yeah no way yeah. oh
3: my goodness me yeah. I love Liv Tyler yes. I just had the biggest
2: crush on her well, well. there you go Ellie that your crush has been heard by the world Liv Tyler is pretty queer in this wonderful tv show Harlots so if you missed it if it didn't get on your radar um when it was when it was on I'd say it's a great one to revisit because that one's really fantastic And then our next question for Dear Diva is Martha from Germany says, I've seen a lot of hype about the L Word reboot. Is it worth watching? Team Diva, what do you say? Yes, period.
3: (laughs) It's just amazing. (laughs) I, I, I absolutely love it. I actually started off watching the reboot. We were all so excited by it at Team Diva and I'd only watched a few episodes of the original so i started off with the reboot it is absolutely amazing it's a re- it's got a really fresh take on lgbtqia issues it's really inclusive and honestly i think they do a great job of introducing the new characters i got really invested in in the storylines of the new characters and having read so much about shane and alice and you know bet and tina and everything i thought that it was going to be perhaps not as gripping but I fell in love with the new characters I actually loved them even more so definitely and the soundtrack is absolutely great I run to the soundtrack really modern really fresh and it's just really well produced looks really really fresh not too long very dramatic cliffhangers left right and center what do you what do you guys think Nick
4: like you I started with so the reboot yeah it's amazing it's like the first season opens with like a a period sex scene between two women of color and that's obviously never I don't think it's ever been seen before I assume not and I just I love that it opens up conversation it allows so many people from the community as well to be seen there's so many different people so many different challenges that they go up against there's so much drama the sex scenes are amazing but yeah I I would highly recommend it's definitely worth the hype
2: and I would say, as someone who, you know, the original L Word was a massive part of my coming out story. It was a massive part of one of the first examples of seeing lesbians and queer women and people on screen. So as a super fan who has done a, done a lot of watching of the original L Word... check out the new one like it does a great job of paying tribute to the first one and like it's got bet shane and alice in there and there's quite a lot of fun callback little things that if you are a super fan of the original you'll really appreciate those little references and you'll enjoy the magic of seeing those three together on screen again but then I think the new characters, like, same as you two, so here for, for Sophie and Finlay and those bold, provocative sex scenes that the original was also known for. But I think that the new one does them in a really interesting, gripping way. And yeah, I think definitely, definitely check it out.
4: And Gigi, we were talking about Gigi earlier. Yes.
2: Oh, my gosh. I <laughs> fancy
3: her so much. She is ridiculous she's just beautiful absolutely beautiful and she has such fiery energy and i think it does such a great job it also does a great job of representing bisexuality because they bring back alice's bisexual storyline and it does a great job of representing career women and being like a really boss lgbtqia plus woman as we see with danny's character and obviously bet as a continuation from the original and it's just really empowering and amazing but we see lots of different characters in different walks of life so finley is a bit kind of waif and stray but totally lovable so it doesn't kind of enforce just one image of an lgbtqi person because personally i find it a bit exhausting when tv series tend to focus too much on look they're gay and they're a ceo (laughs) and it's like okay i'm bi but i don't want to be a ceo so it's it's brilliant so i would really really recommend it it's amazing and season three has been confirmed so yes definitely watch it
2: and if if nothing that we say has convinced you then i think watch it for gigi watch it for seba de because She really is fabulous and the internet agrees. People are really excited about Gigi. She's stunning. (laughs) Fan
3: accounts left, right and centre. She's really great. Everywhere. You think you've seen enough Shane fan accounts? (laughs) Gigi fan accounts are the new thing. That's enough to convince you, I'm sure. Well, thank
2: you so much for sending in all of your dear Diva questions and keep them coming. We love hearing all your questions and and having a good old chat about them. So thanks so much and lots of love from Team Diva. Lots of love. Lots of love. Bye.
0: Pod Diva.
2: Thank you for listening to Pod Diva, queers for your ears, in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter, at Diva Magazine. You can email us at editorial at divamag.co.uk. Share the love by leaving us a review. Pod Diva. Queers for your ears.
0: Pod Diva.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well...